is your home. You've been gone. I, I have been gone. And I almost brought you a mug, but I was like, she for sure has the London Starbucks mug. And I'm drinking out of it right now. Actually, is that from here, right? It is. Yeah, I walked in and it's the first thing I, I saw. It's mine that I've left here. This is an occupational hazard. But yeah, I have one. Okay. Good. But you had pig day. I had pig day. With Jess. I did. To remind everyone, pig day is the Saturday after Thanksgiving every year. I guess it's our third and a half year where Jess and I go to Home Depot and get a Christmas tree. And then he drags it from the car to my house. He makes lots of noises on the way. Like grunting? Yeah. Like it's so hard for him to get the tree. Like on purpose or it is hard? I think it's both. It is tight. It's a tight turn. There's a pivot. It's a very tight turn. It's a really big tree and he's funny. He is funny. So (laughs) I always set the stand up and then he, you know, comes rushing in and stumbling in and then we have, and then he does a thing called vorshing. It's like his way of... (laughs) It's like a... (laughs) Vorshing? Vorsh. He it's, gets an abortion? No, he's, he's a, no. Okay. okay. No, 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 no. Not abortion. He does this thing where he's trying to like muster up all his energy. If he's like uh, picking up the tree, right? Where okay. it's like when weightlifters go like, huh. Sure. It's that. But instead of the huh, he says, Vorsh. <laughs> and so he had to Vorsh like seven or eight times to get it in the right spot. Oh. Anyway, it was lovely. Do you want to see a picture of it? I Did do. I send it to you? No. Okay. That was I really want to see. Let me send you the tree. Okay, great. My roommate and I um, decided to do a pink tree. Lovely. So her sister sent us a fake but beautiful and... Um, it's not alive, but I feel like it has a soul. Yes. Do you feel like it has a gender? It definitely is a does. woman. Like, I was like, they, them. Like, when it showed up at the door, but sure. now that we're pulling it out of her box. You it's know. her. It's, yeah, she's told us. I with know. Her. That's how it works. That is. I when we first got to Home Depot, I always, okay. Oh my God, this is so cute. Do you like it? It's like a movie tree. It is a model. What do you mean a model? Like, this could model. Yes, it's a model. It's like one of those things when you have a child actor, and it's like, how responsible is it for us to be like, exploiting her? Right. Just because she's so beautiful. I think as long as you don't create like a separate Instagram account for it, okay. I think it's fine. Okay. I think if you are doing, okay, no, I don't want to say that because some people might take it personally. <laughs> oh, God. Well, some people see it as taking up real estate when you have a baby now, apparently, in the list of things that now you have to do that boomer parents never had to think about. Hence, our theory of being a parent in the 90s would have been so much easier. Yeah. Uh, you have to buy their name, their web- website name, and then create their Instagram page with their what? name. Because it's like worth something, right? I know. I know. That's insane. I know. I don't want to do that. I've heard that about email. But also, why? Just <laughs> Anyone can make their email. Like, why does it have to be your just name? Yeah. Mine's not. I'm not going to say what it is. Well, it's, well, it's a part of it. Yeah, but it's not say. like, it's not like. I mean, Monica at Gmail would be pretty dope. If you had the original oh, Monica. So? That's cool. That's cool. Okay, that's cool. But I, there's been so many Monicas before me. I, I That's only if you name a kid like Vorsh. Vorsh. <laughs> we Gmail. should buy Vorsh at Gmail. Just, it probably is taken. I'm giving it Every to Jess. Everything is taken. Yeah, it probably is taken. Um, and also 20 whatever years from now, it'll be something else. Whatever our parents would have bought for us digitally at the time yeah. is so out. Of, I mean, what like a MySpace account, I guess, would have been the 
I would love social media if we just stopped at MySpace. I never used MySpace. That's why we should have stopped. You know what I mean? Yeah. You would never spend out. I mean, maybe someone did, but you weren't losing your soul, like, and just entire sense of reality. Did you have Live Journal? What's that? It was like a blog page, sort of, but a lot of people had them and they would just write their thought. It was kind of like an online diary yeah. in a way. Do you remember it? I do. We made a website in like fourth or fifth grade. Okay. Does that make sense? That's I feel early. Like, I know. It feels very early. Maybe it was a bit, maybe I'm, but I do think because you're 11, you're like, okay, what am I going <laughs> to write about? And then yes. just the mundane. I mean, I would love to read yours. It probably exists somewhere. Should we Google it? No, I'm not in the mood. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that'll be our social video. We'll go find, yeah. we'll find it if it exists. Well, but. people loved your diary. I, I think you should bring Wait, it back. We could do a part it's two. I demand. Yours too. Yours was just in French. Mine was in French. Yeah, it's like a you had to translate. language barrier. <laughs> also, my friend who I was talking about, she had to explain to her kid, some, which I don't know why. Maybe she was listening out loud and the kids were around or oh. something. That must have been. the. Vi- she was looking at the video. And then she had to do some explaining to her children. Her boyfriend became her brother. What are you, <laughs> What is that sentence? Monica. <laughs> Monica, what? Okay, her parents were divorced and his parents were divorced and her mom (gasps) married his dad. They're still married. They're really happy and beautiful and wonderful. Wow. Yeah, so he became her stepbrother. Were they dating? No, they were done dating. Well, I think they were dating when her mom and stepdad start. I mean, that's how they met. Wow. Isn't it kind of cool? (laughs) I mean, they stopped dating, not for that. He was, he is, by the way, I haven't seen him in a long time because I'm like kicked out of Facebook. Oh, you're I logged out. I don't know how to get I mean, it back in. Same. That and Twitter, by the way. I, Ugh, but who cares? That's not a loss. A blessing. But he was the hottest guy in school. Okay. He was so hot and beautiful model face. Like my tree. <laughs> Oh, God. But Ashley was also the most beautiful girl in school. So she had her pick. And she then dated this other guy right after that who was like second hottest guy in school. Did everyone agree on the rankings? Would you make rankings in your diary of like boys and like friends? And Yeah. I mean, now in retrospect, it's funny to say like that's the hottest person in our school, right? Because now you know more about life and hotness. <laughs> now I think who she dated second is actually number one to me. Got it. But just model face wise, I think we all agreed on okay. the first person. I feel like with women, it's a little bit more complex. complicated. I think that's right. Yes. Here's the difference. I think this is truly backed up by data. No, it is. Okay. No, well, not with kids. I don't know about kids, but generally men and men versus women, where men do put a larger emphasis on looks. Oh, for sure. Than women do. And so that means that, yes, of course, women are also superficial in that way, but we take in other, like, there were would Factors. be those guys that were just sevens, but they were so funny and oh had gosh. such great personalities and were so, like, Chandler's. Like, to me, like, that's yeah. a Chandler. Like, Chandler is good looking too, by the yeah. way. But and Ross. Like, they made all these people nerds yeah. and weird and really they're all hot. 100%. 
But with girls, I think that's a little harder to— Even a girl who's really—again, it's not as Yeah, well, high. I think also at that age in high school, everyone's just trying to fucking survive it and, and be, like, figure out their way to the top of the food chain. Like, it's very cutthroat. And so I think for boys— well, like, okay, my my Dairy Queen boy, he wanted to date me, but he couldn't by the standards of the school and the world at the time. He was trying to protect himself in this like pecking order. So boys did that a lot via the girls they were dating. Yeah. And so it mattered like how popular they were, how beautiful they were. And even if they really liked a person and like thought they were so funny and maybe like actually wanted to date them. Yeah. There was a piece that held them back if they weren't popular or Sure. Fitting within the normative standards of beauty, which again, yeah. men outwardly claim to have certain standards or, or again, stereotype of like men want to date models, but yeah. that's because that makes them look good to other men. Exactly. But not necessarily because of what they prefer. Actually, now that we're talking about it, there was a guy in our high school. I bet he was kind of daxy a little bit. <laughs> Where he was bad. He was like a bad boy. And I was such a good girl that I was like, I don't understand this. Because everyone wanted to fuck him. Wow. Not really. They weren't really fuck. I mean, sure. some people did. But they Make wanted out. to date him yeah. so bad. People were like fighting over him. Friends would fight. It was a whole thing. And I never mm. understood it. Because I was like, what's going on? Like, he's bad. What is it about him? And now I know for sure like, right, that right, right, he would right. 100% be my pick. Okay, so now you go for bad boys. Well, no, I just <laughs> think I probably didn't let myself uh I was also doing such a fucked up thing in my own head about wanting people I couldn't have mainly, but within that like wanting the model looking boy or the number 2 model looking boy. No. I wanted that status too. I was doing more of probably what the boys were doing as far as just like seeking a very specific look and person for status. Yes. And for girls, having a boyfriend gives you higher status than for boys having a girlfriend. <laughs> doing, doing the math. math. <laughs> Even at our age, for a woman to have a boyfriend, it is more status proving than for a guy to have a girlfriend. A guy uh, won't parade and be like, look at my cool oh, girlfriend. Whereas a woman might. I think we'll just bring it up more. There's a lot of women in my life who bring up their partners so much, but it's not a status thing so much as they give these men a ton of power mm -hmm. in their life. I see it. The phrase, even blah, blah, blah says... Have you ever heard that? No. I have some friends who will be telling me a story about and their own personal opinion and it feels good and strong and real. And they'll be like, even Matt says, or even Dak says, I'm now just putting in, even Rob said, as in now I should believe it because this man has thinks it too and has validated it. I really bristle at that. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm like, you already made your point yeah. well without needing this extra cherry on top well, this man says it also, so it has to be true. Like, we're all part of this patriarchy. We're 100%. all doing it, including me, yeah. too. I'm not better than. I just notice it so much. Also, just because I've been single for so long, I really notice sure. it. Sure. Also, women just give—we just give away our power, period. Mm-hmm. 
Well, me and you have talked about this oh recently God. where I've been like, Liz, yes. you do this. Yeah. Not yeah, just yeah. to men. No, no. I think One, you do it to yes. a lot of people. No, and, and lately I've been seeing it with women in my life where I'm like, I've, I've had to, I mean, again, with your help and guidance, you know, I'm thankful to be challenged in that way. Well, you're very receptive, which I appreciate. Oh, thanks. The best thing you can do for your friends is to hold up a mirror, right? Yeah. And of course, I'm not saying like when I'm crying and I'm upset. No, too, no, like, no, no. You did this to yourself. Like, you know, you this is a pattern for you. But I yeah. think I'm always really grateful. And so, yeah, lately I've been like, why do I do that? Why, why am I doing that? It's almost like a programming, right? It that is you have to an early programming. Yeah. Yeah. That's what Orna would say. Who's? couple's there. Oh, is that her last name? That's her first oh, name. That's her first name? Yeah. It was on the plane, by the <gasps> way. Did you watch it? Okay, so it was on my list because it's a long flight. Oh my God, it's so long. Okay, I watched a whole ass masterclass oh. about negotiating. <laughs> Interesting. Well, first I watched the Chris... Chris Jenner has one about personal branding. And I was like, oh, this is, <laughs> I'm just interested. That's great. And it was, I didn't particularly find it that helpful. But this guy. Who is it? Christopher Voss. Yes. Oh, we had him on okay, the show. Okay, that's what I, I was like, I'm sure they've had him on. Um, so now I, I got to go re-listen to that. But it was really. He's great. Really great. Yeah. Really, really great. I learned so much. Do you want to practice? Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because okay. he does these practice oh. things in the masterclass and I watched them and I was so nervous for the lady who was the actress. He was like, okay, we have one minute. We're doing a hostage negotiation. You have to get me to come out. Here we go. One minute. I just got so it's nervous. So splustered? Yes. Let's practice. Okay, let's practice. Okay, so you're okay. trying to… I guess whatever you learned is what you're supposed to implement. Okay, so I will. I will. Okay. I have to be someone who is what? You have to be asking me for something I don't want to. I don't want to do. I don't want to do. So you have to. And it could be, you know, uh, I want to go to Hawaii. You do want to go to Hawaii. Oh, I, do, so I, do, I do. I do. I do. It doesn't work. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, uh, Liz, I want you to talk publicly about your poop this morning. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. You want me to talk about my the poop. The poop you took. I assume you took a poop this morning. Did you? I actually didn't, which makes, well, I, I'm jet lagged. <laughs> oh, I think that's shit. part of it. Okay. Liz, I want you to talk publicly about the worst sexual experience you ever had. Okay. You want me to talk about the, okay. Okay. <laughs> which one? <laughs> okay. You want me to talk about the worst sexual experience I've ever had? Most embarrassing. Most embarrassing. Yeah. Okay. I want you to talk about it on the show. I think it's really important for people to hear these types of things so that they feel seen. Yeah. So that they feel seen. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. I already, okay. You already feel like well, you're coming on my side? No. I just know exactly <laughs> what, what I'm doing because you're yeah. repeating so much. Repeating. Okay. Okay. But, okay. You so, know the tips. I don't remember them, but you, you already <laughs> so know. Okay. Liz, <laughs> because it's really important, okay. truly, because if people don't hear these types of things, they feel so alone. And then people are having less sex in the world. And I think there's like shame. There's a lot of shame. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just no one trick. <laughs> oh my God. I don't think that was all he did. Just talk. <laughs> Let, me back. talk. Let me talk. Okay, go. Okay. Go. Okay. So it seems like making sure that people don't feel shame in their lives is important to you. Big time. For you too, right? You love to yeah. clear the air for people. Yeah. It's so one of your tenants. It's one of my tenants. <laughs> I also, okay, let me just say, I also think that I do that naturally. That is yeah. how I, talk, and it's not a technique. It's just how I talk. So this was also the weird thing while I was watching this masterclass was like, 
I feel like I do a lot of these these things, but I don't think, I mean, maybe I'm this manipulative bitch, but like, I don't, it's not because I'm trying to manipulate the other person. I do repeat what people say. I do ask a lot of questions and trying to understand what drives them. And there's a whole thing about, we're out of the negotiation. <laughs> there's a whole thing about like empathy and I haven't negotiated a lot, but I have been good. I will say I, for some reason, have a really even though I, I didn't do that many jobs where I would have to negotiate, I have been very good at it. Interesting. But again, without that much knowledge or comprehension. Like for pay? Yeah, for pay. Like yeah. where I accidentally, honestly, kind of d- almost doubled my salary within wow, one. Wow, that's great. You know, where th- there was an offer and I was like, I didn't realize that silence is, or, or again, not talking too much and just letting them kind of <laughs> like spin a bit yeah. I, is kind of an, an important, can be an, an, an important strategy. And I didn't expect it to, I, I thought it would like, oh, well, this will be the end. And it was like, no, here's, I, re, I still remember them sliding this piece of paper with this new contract. And I had to tell myself like, Liz, don't stop smiling. Because I had never seen that much money in my entire life. I was like, this is insane. This is so much money. I'm going to have to pretend like it's, but it was so exciting to me. So anyway. Wow, that's great. So I am okay at it, but um, okay. So we're back to the, okay. So people not feeling shame is really important to you. And it's really important to me. So how can we work together so that that can happen? I think you could just tell the story of your most embarrassing sexual experience. Yeah. I think you should just do it. Yeah. You think I should just do it? Okay, what Why if, won't you do it? What's holding you back? What's holding me back is, would you want to share your most horrible well, I don't, I experience? I don't have very many ex- sexual experiences. And that's unfortunate for me. But you do. I do. <laughs> I do. Okay, would it be ridiculous <laughs> if I shared my most embarrassing story of an accident that I got into instead. Would, would that be ridiculous that I would share that? Because if your goal is for us to, you know, make people feel less shame around their lives. But I want it to be less shame around sex. So around it doesn't sex. make sense if you tell an accident. It doesn't make sense. But isn't sex an accident? Don't those things kind of connect for a lot of people? No. Well, you've never had a sexual experience that's embarrassing, so you wouldn't know. Well, I know that it's not an accident. Well, it can be an accident. It can but be. Shame around sex is so different than shame around getting in an accident. The Venn diagram can cross, but sex has to be in there for the shame piece around sex to go away. Well, if you've never had an embarrassing sex experience, how would you know that? Huh? You've never had a, a, an embarrassing sexual situation. Well, I'm afraid to. You're afraid to. Yeah, I'm afraid to. But, and part of it is because no one talks about scary sex stuff. And how so would— So I'm never having sex again until I hear this. But how would sharing a negative story make you more likely to engage in it? Because then it shows that these things happen, that it's okay, that then you can have an embarrassing sex story and then have a great sex story after or mm-hmm, not, or mm-hmm. everything can be fine if that— is part of your story. But what if but I'm sh- just never going to have sex again until you tell me this. And it'll probably affect my well-being. Well, we don't want that. <laughs> I want to make sure that your well-being is good. So you should I probably do. tell me the story. So in order for your well-being to be better, you need to hear more embarrassing stories about, about sex. You. Oh, just about me. Okay. <laughs> Well, Rob could share one too, but I would prefer it to be you because you're a woman and I I can relate more to a woman. You can relate more to a woman. (laughs) (laughs) It's part of the 
are repeating so that you can no, just I'm like- No, I'm actually, that, it's probably 80. I'm not even doing it on purpose oh. now. I'm actually like thinking. Wow, it's just ingrained. But, but it's probably just But do you think part of it is because you're trying to buy time? No, well, so he says it's, it's so that you show that you're listening. And then also you're giving an opportunity for the person to share more. So I say- Oh, that would help your your well-being. And then you're like, yeah, because because again, in a normal conversation, you would not just be like hammering the same. You would be like, yeah, it would help my well-being a lot because well, and then you've never negotiated with the true terrorists clearly, before. Clearly. Okay. Yes, I think yes. you need to practice a little bit more, yeah. maybe more sessions with me before you enter the hostage negotiation. We are supported by AG1. Oh, right now is like major AG1 time. time. <laughs> I mean, if you're a long-term listener, you know we've been drinking AG1 for years at this point. But it's so good at the end of the year when you're eating so much stuff. Yes. Post-Thanksgiving, pre-winter holidays, mm-hmm. like— so much stuff that is not so good for you. Yeah. It's I always feel so much better knowing I've had AG1 in the morning and I've at least like put something good in my body. Yes. AG1 is a foundational nutritional supplement that supports your body's universal needs like gut optimization, stress management, and immune support. Since 2010, AG1 has led the future of foundational nutrition, continuously refining their formula to create a smarter, better way to elevate your baseline health. AG1 is the supplement that we trust to provide the support that our bodies need daily. And that's why they've been a partner for so long. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3, K2, and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash synced. That's drinkag1.com slash synced. Check it out. We are supported by Vegamore. We love, love. Vegamore. Great hair and scalp health. Yes. Uh, products yes. that actually work. And what I really like is made with clean ingredients. It's made with clean ingredients. I love Obviously, all of the products that they send us, the shampoo, I love that uh, hair serum. I use it um, at night to give myself that extra kick. And I am so obsessed with Vegamore. I bought Vegamore products on Black Friday. <laughs> you did? Uh, I literally did. Like, Amazing. I, again, whenever I, I run out of their eyelash serum, their eyebrow serum, I have to get more. Like, there's a noticeable difference That's when I don't so use awesome. it. Yeah, and, and like you're putting serums like close to your eye, yes. close to your brain. Mm-hmm. You want it to be clean. Like you do. It makes a huge difference. Yes. So give your hair the power of the little pink bottle with Vegamore. For a limited time, Sync listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash synced and use code synced at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash synced code synced to have 20% off your first order. It's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash synced code synced. The only reason why I think I would be okay, kind of okay to hostage negotiation is because I and I don't know if you're like this, but I get extremely, I'm a basket Calm. case in normal life when nothing is wrong. And then when something is very, like a st- stressful situation, I get eerily calm. Yeah. And like, one of the things he talks about is like the playful, like just being playful and being like, I do weirdly get that way. Interesting. Do you? You know? I don't think so. Well, you're always calm. That's very sweet, but 
no. I get spirally in moments of crisis. I would not say I get calm, but I do get sprung into action. Okay. Immediately. Me like too. that is yeah. my go-to. Me it's too. Yeah. what do we do right now? And what do I do? And what I, putting all these steps together, it's like a beautiful mind situation <laughs> that starts happening with mania on top. With me, <laughs> just a layer of, yeah. yeah okay. It's a neurotic. Thin layer okay. of mania circling. Wow. Okay. Even when I thought you were dead, that time? Yes. That was happening, But right? you were pretty smart. You were doing some interesting zigzag moves. <laughs> but that's what I mean. I spring into action. Right. It's like, what do I do? Okay, this is what I do. I call Kate. Then I talk to Kate about this. And we have to look at the Instagram and how yeah. often is, is she, has she posted the Instagram. Okay, it's been a while. Still haven't heard from her. Oh no, now the phone is this. So now I have to, we have to go to plan B and what is that? And then I got to call her sister. You know, it's not just like, I don't know what yes, to do. Right. And I'm so sad. It's not that. It is, I am acting. I'm going to call Emma and Emma's going to go to the apartment right now and she's going to go knock on the door and we're going to figure it out. Right. It's all yeah. about figuring, figuring it out. out. You did. I did figure you it out. did. <laughs> Not saying that's good, by the way. That wasn't Well, but good. it is to me, again, I obviously wasn't dead and I also wasn't next to you. So I, I don't know your the emotional yeah. state you were in, but the actions were very strategic mm -hmm. and like, I'm impressed. Thank you. But it is bad because it is taking a major mental toll yeah. when I'm in that headspace. And even just the way I said that, the way I rolled this all out, where it's like, and then I do this, and then I do this, and then I do this. The way I just expressed it is the way it sounds in my brain. Like, yeah. it is a, it's a full-blown stress risk, like fight or flight, and I choose the fight. But it's just like so much adrenaline gets dumped. Right. And cortisol and all of that stuff. So it's not good for me. I'm trying. I'm trying you know, I, I recently had an experience where it was happening, but I chose to do things a little bit different and to take more pauses before action. Well, and it was also funny because when I thought you were dead and I think we've talked about it on here, but, you know, when I was doing my first round, when I was feeling the feeling <laughs> and I was like, uh oh, I don't something doesn't feel right. And I haven't heard from her and that's not like her. And I texted a few people. And one of them was Dax. And I was like, I'm, I'm worried about Liz. She hasn't responded in a couple of days to something. And I don't know what to do. And I feel like I should do something. He said something like, you're a nice friend. Or I'm sure she's okay. He was not going to go with me right. <laughs> down the fucking drain. He wasn't. So then I was like, done with you. Who else uh, will help me right now? Of course, then I texted Jess and he was like, oh no. And I was like, yes, this is the energy I need. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> is it like, I need to fix it is your go-to and has been your go-to from a young age? Definitely. And what I'm really realizing now, we've talked about it a little bit on armchair, is I'm just so afraid everyone's going to die all the time. And so when I have an instinct that that could be happening, it feels like it's all on me to prevent it. So whether it's like an addict thing or you and I didn't know and I was like, oh my God, but maybe she's depressed. It's a mental health thing. and I need So we got to get in there now before it escalates. I have to prevent this. And when was the first time you remember feeling that way? I really don't know. It's so strange how old it is because it doesn't match up. The level of fear with the things that have happened in my life, you would think from age one to now, I've had just like so much death and so much chaos. And I, I haven't in that way. 
I mean, I have in some ways. But it's also, trauma is not what happens to you. It's how you understand or how you make sense of what happens. Because I will go there too, where I'm like, why am I so, like, I didn't grow up in a house with abuse and drugs everywhere. Exactly. And I always just go, well, when you were little, like when that would happen, whatever version of that it was, could you go to an adult? Because this whole idea of like, I have to fix it, it's all on me. For is like sure. this hyper-independent, which can be a facet of also your personality, right? It's all these factors. Ugh. Your age, your personality, what your teacher said that day when exactly. that thing happened at home that wasn't even a big deal, but where then became a bigger born, deal. Time these, in like, history where, exactly. right, if you had been born now as like a brown little girl, not that there's, you know, we fix everything, but it is different. It's different, yeah. Right? So yeah, like, did you feel like you could talk to your parents or did you feel like you were a burden or that they couldn't really help you? Or- I didn't feel like I was a burden, but I also didn't feel like they understood stuff. I remember when I went to my mom and I was like, I want short legs. Like I was yes. so annoyed that <laughs> this really cool girl had short legs and I didn't. And it's one of my favorite stories <laughs> just ever. It's so cute. And I am like distraught and telling my mom, I don't like this. I want short legs. And she is just appalled. (laughs) Like, why? What the fuck are you talking about? She does not say that. She would never say that. But she was like, I think she just said like, Monica, nobody wants short legs. And then it's just like (laughs) done with that. And by the way, she's right. But I could not hear that as right. I could just hear it as like, oh, she doesn't get it. So and she's then, not trying to understand what you mean by that. Just she doesn't, doesn't think, yeah, she like, doesn't think 30 years later, later you'll remember that. <laughs> exactly. And she's like rushing out the door to work, to make money for the fucking <laughs> house and all this shit. And I'm like, I want short legs. It's like, <laughs> no one has time for this bullshit. Stop it. And so I always felt that they were on my side. Like even her saying that, like nobody wants short legs. She's saying your legs are perfect and people want your legs. But I I couldn't hear that. But she didn't also say that. She might have said, she never said you're perfect, but she, but she, (laughs) but she might have said people want long legs like yours. But all I heard really was nobody wants what you want. Like nobody wants short legs and I don't have time for this. So I guess I felt okay, these people love me and like me, but they don't understand the world. They don't understand that this world is made of (laughs) short-legged people and we should want short legs and they just don't even get that we should want short legs. And like, I can't talk to them about this and try to convince them because they don't get it. So arrogant, even at such a young age. (laughs) Like, I don't have time for you. I can't. It's just so cute. Hello, we have a guest Hi. today. We do. Yeah, we hey. have a guest today. Hey, how are you? We've been listening to it. I, I always love that it's a different Taylor Swift song, but this morning it was the one, and I was like, ooh, working out to the one. He's wanna, into it now. He's into the one right now. You're doing folklore? Because I feel like usually it's been midnights. Yeah, now we're getting haze. into your folklore era. You've already past my knowledge. (laughs) (laughs) Like what you just said sounds esoteric to me. I do know the name of the three songs that are on my playlist. Okay. Lavender Haze. The One. Willow. Oh, Oh, Evermore. Evermore. Oh, Evermore. (laughs) Those are not all on the same album. No, No. all three different albums. All three different albums. That's interesting because I guess they're all different vibes. But I want to say Willow feels a little like the Lavender one. Haze. Oh, oh. No. 
No, no, that's wrong. That's wrong. No, that whatever you're, it's everyone's interpretation. No, that's wrong. Because Folklore and Evermore are sisters. They're sister albums. So those two kind of go together. Mm -hmm. Wow, Willow's not my fave. You don't like it. It's okay. Cowboy Like Me, I feel like you would be really into if you like Willow. Just saying. Well, I'm going to give TS quite a compliment, which is to make my liked songs on Spotify, something has to be in rotation for like probably six weeks. Like I got to love it for six weeks and listen to it a lot to commit it to my liked songs. Oh, wow. It has to stay on the test of time. So <laughs> like I am more scrutinizing about what goes on my liked songs than anything. It's so important wow. to me. Wow. If I hear one song that's just an 89% in my liked song, mm. I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't want to have to ever skip. Have you ever unliked? I have, yeah. Some have been in there and then I'm like, mm. every time it comes on, it drops the vibe a little bit. So all that to say, Taylor got two liked ads within the span of three hours on Friday. Wow. That's a first. That's Ooh. huge. It is. I do feel like That's it's huge. something big. Have you heard Dress? Dress. Let's see if I've heard it. I mean, I have to imagine at this point I've heard every single song because of the girls. You might not have though because it's on Reputation. It's a very sexy Repu- song. Yeah. Reputation. I feel like if anyone sexy. would sue, it'd be her. <laughs> she has. <laughs> I love this song. Yeah, I could fuck with this. Yeah, it's very sexy. I need to listen to it more. I'm going to add it to my liked list. Add it. Yeah. You know what's really funny now that we're on the topic? It's great to fuck the music, but you would never put a song on to <laughs> masturbate, would you? Would that feel oh, insane? I would, yeah. you would. I, I do too. Oh my yeah. gosh, congratulations, you guys. <laughs> yeah, for Rob, sure. Rob, would you ever put a song on? No, I don't I wonder think so. if there's a gender wow. thing. Wow. Yeah. I can't what's see your, a what's man yours? doing that, really. Yeah, it's different. Like, what's your beat-off song, Mark? <laughs> um, it changes. Okay. Oh. It changes. I have one right now. Which one? I don't want to say. No, I'm no. embarrassed. You're shy. Well, hold on I'm a second. I'm shy? <laughs> oh, we are. I'm shy today. Okay. I was negotiating. I have a yeah, quick we question, were- though. <laughs> well, I have a guess followed by a question. Okay. I guess it's just in my right or wrong. My hunch is the song precedes the jerk off. What do you mean? Mm. Like you're listening to the song. The song makes you horny and then you decide to masturbate. Yeah. As opposed to, hmm, I'm in the mood to masturbate. I'm going to get my toy out. Mm, I'm going to put this song on. Both. Yeah. Both happen. Yeah. Both happen. Wow. What a yeah. wild cat. How about you, Liz? I have songs that remind me of... Sessions. Of, 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 yeah, or a person or yeah. like a thing or, or a, a moment. Or a session. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know what women have been doing and sharing about online, which is certain foods that they'll eat while they're masturbating. Wait. It's like a thing of like <laughs> oh. eat. Yes. Go for like a decadent, depending on what masturbating mood you're in. Okay. That makes so much sense. Right? Because I eat um, hard shell tacos when I masturbate. Really? Yes. And then I, ideally the crumbs get everywhere and then oh, there's an added pop. Layer you know? <laughs> yes. of texture. But I feel Wait, like- what are you guys- Okay. No, I know true. you're kidding, but what? No, no, it, it is. And there's this whole, again, it's a TikTok, but this woman is like, okay, if you're in this mood, like do the salty, like- chips like just shoving it in your mouth like if you're going for something more decadent and slow and sensual like a truffle chocolate during or right during like the entire while you're doing it Uh, i don't think i have the dexterity what about a big um smoked salmon (laughs) i mean if that gets you off 
if yes. that gets sure. you off. No judgment. You know? Yeah. Literally no judgment. Yes. I feel that that's not sanitary. sanitary. No, come on. One hand? Do you need two hands? Oh, wow. I don't need two <laughs> hands, but I don't like eating with my left hand, and I don't... Want to masturbate with your with left my hand. left hand, yeah, yeah. yeah. That all adds up. Honestly, I would find it too much. Okay. Too much business. And then I'm thinking about the food, and I'm not right. like... You could choke. Mm-hmm. I this mean, is a that could also add, that's autoerotic yeah it's for some people that's exactly an added exactly, an added bonus instead of <laughs> strangulation you just try to get a strawberry wedged in there temporarily oh my god you know the ideal would be like some kind of food product that dissolves kind of quickly so you could clog your passageway and you might as you and then just as you're about to die, it's, it just it dissolves enough. No. Like a um, Jolly Rancher. No, no that's that that way too that's scary. That's I'm thinking more like a macaroon. Is that the little stupid treat yeah. I don't like? The colorful. I and they kind of dissolve when you put them in your mouth. Yeah, yeah. a marshmallow. Ooh, slimy. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I mean, it depends. What's what the grossest into. thing you? Th- well, how about this? It would have to be a small amount of ice, tiny amount, okay? Because then the, that would melt. But if you do too big, you will die. Mm-hmm. I'm not interested in it's too much. It is okay. I'm not. I think great for people, but asphyxiation is <laughs> not for me. But what do you mean asphyxiation? Like because you're masturbating, you would be like oh, so out of it, you wouldn't be able to like eat properly. Kind of. Okay. Like, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you're getting into okay. I mean what? that's yeah. the state you're in. I feel like I can yeah. like multitask. Still, yeah. Like, like you can like you send an sure email. Really? Yeah. I mean, not me sign an email. Like like if someone were to walk, like I'd be able to like. If I start, cho- you know what I Liz, mean? Liz, have you ever I- been secretly masturbating like on a Zoom call or anything? Mm. Mm. Okay, I've not. No, 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 no. No, I no. love this. Okay, I have not done it while I'm on a Zoom call, but I've done something while someone else was on a Zoom call. Oh, what someone else was on, was on a, a Zoom, Zoom call, call and, and you were pleasuring that person. Yes, but he yes, wasn't secretly. like camera. Like it wasn't wow. like a creepy thing like that. Oh, that's this is fun. fun. Yeah. I mean, yeah. COVID, it was COVID. Yeah. Uh-huh. You guys never did that? Rob well, is I didn't. looking I down mean, at the ground. He can't say because all the Zooms he was on were, was were with, with us. Yeah, and if we knew that <laughs> Natalie was down there. Yeah. Did you hear his voice changing at all during? Oh, he wasn't talking. He was, was on a video meeting. On? No, his video, like the, he turned the video off. He obviously turned the sound off, but then we were hearing the entire meeting oh, while we were. Oh, so yeah, it's yeah, less yeah. like he's trying to be composed. Because that's no, the hot I, part. Yeah. yeah. But I think that's like a violation. <laughs> it is. I thought you were sharing that. No, I, well, it's an exhibitionism a little bit. Yeah. The thing is, is everything's fine if you guys do it. <laughs> like if it's just the unwitting guy. And then his girlfriend's doing something to him. And he's just like, you know, trying to keep a straight face. Right. There's no real problem. But if it's male initiated, all of a sudden yes, it's a problem. Yes, yeah, yes, That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like when you're at a restaurant and you're like playing footsies and like no Fur. one knows. Yeah. Foot up the skirt. Foot up the Yeah. <laughs> Foot up, up the skirt. Foot up the skirt. How about at a movie theater? Have you, you've, I'm sure you've done stuff in a movie theater. If you would have like frozen time in 1987 at the Milford Movie Theater. When I was getting born. When you were getting born, <laughs> yes. As you were coming out yeah. into the world. If you would have taken a snapshot of the Milford Cinema in my town, 60% of the girls in the audience were getting fingered. Like it yeah. was just a finger parlor. That's what you, you, you went in junior high. 
And whoever had a girlfriend and a boyfriend, you knew what you were doing on Friday night. You are going for some finger blasting yeah. at the movie theater. And like next to you, it was happening also. Like Absolutely. everyone's just, wow. But, but the best part is, is, and then interspersed is like seniors from my small town. Yeah. Teenagers like Grampies. and Grammy and Grampies. Oh, and are they also doing it? You would hope. Probably. I probably hope, not. yeah. I hope. I do them. Hope. I have a question because this came up recently. Guys in Denmark told me, because I lived there for a year. And they told me that they would watch porn together and masturbate together. Yeah. And do American... You done that? Have I... Like with Aaron? <laughs> oh, God, no. With a dude? That's what she's yes, saying. Dudes oh, 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 I together. thought you were saying couple. No, 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 no. Guys, like friendship teenagers, groups. They'd watch... Yeah, they'd watch porn and I then... I stumbled they'd... into a group. <laughs> okay, I went with him. I will not name his name. But I went with him to his parents' cabin and then like a few of his friends from his private school joined. And there was a moment where he, he was like, let's watch a porn. And then everyone got blankets. And I was like, ooh, I'm out. Oh. And then I went out in the yard and rode the dirt bike. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure they all stayed in there and jerked off under blankets. And I chalked it up yeah. to like a private school thing. I'm like, ah, that's yeah. not for me. I think it's a thing. But I think guys in, again, Denmark or... Europe, talk about it more. And here, I think it happened, but guys still don't talk about well, it. Because there's something homo that feels For homoerotic sure. about it. Yes. So American men probably don't want to yes. talk about it. It came up because my friend is gay and he was like, oh, I love that. It happened once and like I was having a great time, but because he was around guys who were jerking off. He wasn't watching the porn. No. He was yeah. watching the, dude, the blanket Yeah, he was having the best time of his life. But it is interesting too that like guys, it's like a bonding. Wow. Okay, wow, I think wow. we should answer some questions. Yes. That yeah. was fun, though. Yeah, that was fun. Woo! Okay, Dax, this is. Well, well, hold on. Oh, so, you want to talk about masturbating some more? <laughs> I do. Shocker. <laughs> I'm just trying to sort out in my 48 year old head the the mute the, the the group jerk off. Now, do women never do this? No. Right? No, uh, I've never done it. We would doesn't watch, that sound kind of crazy if you and Monica would. watched a porn and jerked off together? Th to me, what, I would be yes. like, well, next step is you're hooking up. It yes. wouldn't be okay. I will say this: I've never done that, but I think for women, it wouldn't be a porn. Maybe watching like a sexy movie or something, and then you might get sort of on your own aroused. But I don't think it ever crossed. Not ever, but for me, would never cross the line into then you're masturbating. Right, you'd never go yeah. like, Liz, let's grab our blankets. No. Our masturbation blankets. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's insane, right? I, I mean, watch porn with my girlfriends like, when oh. I was in high school, like discovering porn, right? Yeah. This thing of like, we would all be at a summer party and then it gets to that time of the night where, I don't know how it would happen, but there would be porn, but we were not. You were more like You were like laughing We were it. laughing. And I do, actually, now that we're talking about it, I remember I was definitely knew that I, was, you know, had sexual feelings for women. Yes. And oh my so, God, thank you. I'm like, what is she trying to say? I've missed nine conversations. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. No, I definitely knew that again. I or, or had questions around it, right? And watching this porn, I remember being turned on by watching the the woman. And I remember all of the girls being like, ew, so gross. And I remember being like, yeah, yuck. Like, ew, hate I that. Hate like, I don't want to see her. And like, and having to like pretend that I, I was grossed out. So no one was masturbating. We had to pretend like we didn't like it, but we would keep watching. It. So clearly, yeah. you know what I mean? It was titillating. Yes. Okay, right. but there's something maybe we could drill even deeper into that. You liking and identifying or uh, enjoying the woman. So I know that I like the penis in a porn. Okay. Because it's a mirror neuron thing, right? I'm vicariously him in this. I find You're that I'm very drawn. Yeah, so uh, it's not that I want dick. 
But I love seeing that version and I'm mirror neuroning him in my fantasy where I'm King Titan or whatever. This is fulfilling that. Is that your fantasy? I don't even know who King Titan <laughs> is. Is that from Mermaid? Yeah, yeah. I think it's Little Mermaid. Yeah, that's big the hog? dad. Probably. Yeah, he's got BD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. BD for sure. Yeah, he does. Yeah. For sure. Does that make any sense though? That like you're kind of observing right. with a certain interest the same sex because of the mirror neuron aspect right. of it. Well, for sure. And there are so many women, everybody, right? But I know women who aren't hooking up with women and identify as very straight, but will enjoy watching porn yes. or, or again, watching porn with their boyfriend and they, you know, will uh, be turned on by that. I know also women who have had not more sexual experiences with women than me, but almost, and who are fully straight. So I think it's something that, I mean, we talk about all the time of like, it's not a binary and this is right. spectrum, but it really is like everyone- We could do three hours on this. A, mi- yeah, a million percent. It's n- enormously different between genders. I do think it's much more fluid. When we say like, it's fluid and it's a whole spectrum. I think sometimes people get anxious when they hear that because they think it means it's fluid for you personally. And it's not like you land somewhere right, on like this the person scale. saying everyone's fluid, including you, exactly. and they're challenging right. your own position. No, I think if you were to compare by men and by women, I think it's harder to be a by man than a by woman. Again, according yeah. to our society, yeah, not that it should be. It shouldn't be. We're not talking about what should be. We're talking about what is. What is? Yeah. And again, I think that there are a lot of guys, and I've shared difficulties with some of the men that I've dated around me being bisexual, but. Overall, the reaction is like, cool, you know? Yeah. It's not only just that you're not transgressing femininity, but it's like a turn on, right? You're even more, uh, you know, high in, in that ranking. And and I think a lot of women feel uncomfortable with dating by men and don't necessarily say it or yeah, share it. Yeah, that's true. But it, it happens. They're progressive and they're open and they have a ton of gay friends, but dating a guy. It's funny. I think there's something about it. Again, this is all wrong. <laughs> this is just programmed in. That if you're dating a bi man, there's something that's like, well, they're gay. Yeah. Yep. And so they will be leaving me for a man. Like that's the trajectory here. And when it's a bi woman, we're like, she's just fun. That's the cultural thing. Like she's fun and she's sexy. She's so sexual that she has sex with everyone, but she's going to end up with a man. Well, right. So it's all about ending up with a man at the end of the day. And both identities kind of being denied, right? Like if you're a bi guy, you're actually gay. And if you're a bi woman, you're really straight. Yes. That I think is hard. The bi men I've known that I've asked this question to, I just asked it the other day. There's two doors. On one side is a naked woman. Because this person said, well, I still love breasts. And I go, oh, yeah, yeah, that's great. There's two doors. And on the left side is the woman with a perfect breast that's naked in a bed. And on the right side is a ripped dude with a 10-inch dick. Are you ever going into the door on the left? And he goes, no. None of those are the two doors. There are just a lot of rewards with being the normative, you know, even for me, again, like I was thinking about it with that door. I would choose the woman. You would? I would. Purely physically, uh-huh. more into women. But I almost only date Guys, I sometimes I've been like, am I just brainwashed that I just want the normative? Like, I want the guy and the family and the dog. People are like, but what if, you know, maybe I'll end up with a woman and like, maybe it will happen that way. But that's not what feels natural to me and what I want. And so I think there's a lot of, I don't just think it's societal programming to also want the heterosexual partnership is basically my point. Like, there's so many factors that go into who you end up choosing in terms of your partner that are beyond just the physical. The physical, so much. This is very interesting because I've watched just enough TV with you (laughs) 
to have observed something completely different. What? Which is you tend to be really, really attracted to generically masculine yeah. people. You know, on the spectrum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You tend to like the dude with the beard that's big. So it's curious to me that you would pick. That's just interesting. Yeah, it makes no sense. And I've talked about it on the show, like it, it's weird. And well, I don't it's like, not weird. well, it's not weird. Exactly. To me, it makes sense because that is the prototype of what a quote man is and what comes with it. Protection, power. Again, what we've talked about is like you give a lot of power away to that group. And so that makes sense to me that you look up to that type of person, very masculine man. And I'm traditionally very feminine too. When I think about the partner that I want, I like feeling feminine. Being with someone who's very masculine makes me feel more feminine. You need the that, counterbalance. Yes, exactly. Anyway, well, wow. Wow, that was a what fun a detour. Uh, detour. What a detour. What a yeah. detour. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Hard to Sorry, talk about anything else. or you're welcome. One of the two. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure. Okay. I do want to ask this question because you could help. You could redeem yourself, perhaps. <laughs> God, um, Dad, stop. I invited Liz <laughs> over. And and like, you've now, ruined our sleepover. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh, man. I don't like this role. I've been assigned at all. Not one bit. Your mother ordered pizza. Uh, what are you guys talking about? I'm a cool, I'm a, no, cool dad's here. I'm a cool dad. So, Liz, I hear you're bisexual. Oh, it could be crazy. Monica tells me you're, uh, you're bisexual. That's good for you. Good for you. I love this new generation, you know? Uh, okay. How can I have a conversation with my mom around my fears of her drinking too much at my wedding? Oh. This is from Kayla. I love my mom so much. She's incredible, but she has a long-standing habit of getting absolutely hammered on wine a few times a year. It can be draining and embarrassing. This Thanksgiving, for instance, she started crying at my uncle's house when my brother asked her to stop drinking for the night. She's never met my partner's family. We just got engaged after six years of dating, so soon enough we'll be introducing our families. I love my partner's family and I've been welcomed on many trips with them. I'm so nervous my mom is going to embarrass the living daylights out of me and herself. Again, she's incredible. I want them to see the good sides of her. Any advice on how to broach this topic with her? My brother says, quote, tell her not to drink or she's uninvited. But I'm not interested in making an ultimatum. Thanks for the help. I love your podcast. Thank you, Kayla. This is hard. Well, I have a very immediate thought. I think the key here is to not ever position it about the mom. It's not about the mom. It's about her. So when I approach her, I say, mom, I'm so nervous about everyone meeting. He's so important to me. The impression we make on the family, I'm very insecure that this could go wrong. And in this fear and me wanting it to go right, I'm very nervous about anyone getting drunk, anyone in our family. And I'm wondering if you could help alleviate my fears by committing to something, whether that's you don't start drinking till after dinner, something that works for you, but that alleviates my, my, my fear. Not you drink too much, you yeah, embarrass sure. us, you blah, blah, blah. I think that's the base of where it needs to start. I think that's great because in her letter, she says, you know, I don't, I'm not interested in giving her an ultimatum, but boundaries is not, you have this you, from you and yeah. your therapist. Boundaries is not, you can't do this. It's, I won't tolerate this. And even, I think Brene Brown talks about this example of She's like- the same therapist as me. She, no, I wish. Okay, I was like, 
wow <laughs> life goal that I won't be well if this happens and I can't allow this to happen because of, of me, right? So like everything that you said, I think was was these I, you know, the, yeah. it's never about you can't do this or you have to be that certain way. It's like, this is or what you're I doing need. something wrong. It's exactly. just going to make her cry and go on the defensive exactly. and you don't want to deal yes. with this. And it's my fear. Yes. And it's tempting to position it as objectively you've done this so anyone would have this concern. There's no vulnerability in that. The more you relay how important this is to you and how precarious it feels and how you're already nervous about the big day and how it's something that you're struggling and ruminating on and worried about. And I'm asking for your help. I'm not saying you have a drinking problem or you. But what would you, okay, like pivoting a little bit, because I think that's exactly right. But if you felt that someone you love is drinking too much, basically, yeah. you sense it's a problem. What do you do? Like, what would you well, this do? this isn't hypothetical. This happened. One of the situations was at my birthday party and that person became so inebriated that it kind of just ruined the whole vibe of my birthday dinner. Mm-hmm. So I, for me, said, I'm not going to ever have you at a birthday dinner again. Because I'm not willing to risk my, you know, maybe some other time we go out to eat. I'm not drawing that boundary. But what I'm saying is I prefer to not have you at my birthday ever again. Unless you somehow got sober or something. But again, but was being said without going like, you have a drinking problem or you need to quit drinking. It was just like, I can't be around this yeah, level that's of the intoxication. Thing. And again, you can say, I find it really hard to be around you when you're drinking. So if you're going to come to my birthday or, you know, if we're going to go to dinner together, I can't be around you when, you, when you're drinking. Yeah. I have no opinion about your drinking for you. For yeah. me, yes. I get uncomfortable uh, exactly. and I don't enjoy it and I don't want to not be happy at my birthday. And so I think the tricky thing for her is going to be if the mother is seemingly cooperative and commits to maybe like, I think like an easy thing would be like, if we could not drink till after dinner, at least then she's got a full stomach and how much damage could she do in three hours post dinner and on a dance floor? But I might throw out there, you need to know I'm so nervous about this that I, I probably will ask you to leave if if, yeah. if if you're getting intoxicated and I'm getting really nervous. I'm just not willing to ruin the day over it. So judging on how this conversation went, I might also throw that second thing like, here's my proposed plan to alleviate my anxiety over it. Could you commit to it? And then additionally, should that not work out? I will probably ask you to leave because I'm just so nervous about it. That, I would say no. You'd forget yeah. the second part? Yes, because also also that's sort of what the brother's saying to do in some ways. Like, yeah. And she's saying, I don't want to do that. And I don't want to give an ultimatum. And even though you're buffering it with this other piece, that's the piece she'll hear and feel. Yeah, and she's going to be excluded. Exactly. Yeah, kicked out of her exactly. daughter's way. Yeah, so exactly. I, I guess if you just set up that thing, like it'd make me feel safest and most yes. yeah. comfortable if we didn't start drinking until after dinner. And then you've already said that you've made it very clear what exactly. your fear is. So it's important that we don't set up a situation where all she's doing on her wedding day is monitoring mom. Because that's also not fair. Well, that's mother. also though on her. Like yeah. she's going to have to say, I set this boundary and I'm saying it. And then kind of whatever happens, happens. And also remember that you're not your mom. And so if your mom acts in a way that you're embarrassed by, like, remember you're not her in those yeah, moments. Yeah, and no, that's a great thing to point Separating out. Separating yeah. yourself from her. Your own from identity her. from hers. Yeah. Your in-laws aren't going to say, 
well, Katie's a piece of shit because right. look at her mom. And if but they it feels do, like they that. suck. Right. Like that's not on you either. Yeah. It's like being okay whether whether they're drinking, whether they're not, you know, which is a har- hard. Really hard. Um, but at the core. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was just at a party where some, an adult, a professional, I think the dude was a doctor, got so hammered. Everyone there was avoiding this person like a mm. landmine because they were repeating themselves. They introduced themselves to the exact same way. Oh. And then I walked to the bathroom at one point and I looked on the porch and there were three of the moms were out there with this man and he's crying like you're at a teenage party. He's like, <laughs> and I was like, uh, so that's not allowed. That whole thing was just like, you might as well have a Tasmanian devil at the party yeah. where everyone's just like, oh shit, where's that yes. little monster? We got to watch right. out for it. You don't want that at your party or at your right wedding. Now, right. And it's okay for you to say, so it's time we're going to send you home in a car. That's also okay. And you can do that guilt free. This might be a, a moment to ask for help too. So there might yeah, be someone in your family that, that well, you yeah. go brother- clearly yes. has a major opinions about yeah, it. Yeah, he's right 86 or she, the, he is. So <laughs> you, might not be him. I was at a wedding recently and it's not a drinking thing, but her mother is very difficult yeah. and very narcissistic. And I told the bride, I was like, I will be on watch. I can be that person. I don't mind. And if you need anything, we'll have a code. And, you know, if it's any help for Caleb, everyone has family stuff. Don't, exactly. you know, this shame of like, my mom's going to humiliate me. Like, do you know how many brides are 100%. like, you know, thinking oh. about what their parents are going to do at their weddings? Someone in her husband's group is going to be a fucking wild exactly. card. Yeah, some uncle's going to yes. be squeezing asses 100%. and shit. You know. One thing that I also just learned, and we got to move on to another question, but let's say like wedding happens. You set the boundary. It happens. Either she obeys the boundary or she doesn't. Moving past that, if you as a family feel like, this is a problem. I've just learned recently a way to approach it that's not like you did this and answer for this. Instead, approach and just say, hey, I'm worried about you and I hope you're okay and leave it there Mm. and don't try to fix it or offer a solution or whatever. You're just expressing your true feeling about it. That's the only real thing you can do. This is coming hot off of Orna last night. This happened to actually be the episode I saw last night. Okay. Funny enough, Kristen goes, oof, ooh, Orna, that really cut to the quick. It hit Kristen. There's the Orthodox Jewish family. Yeah. And she says to McCall, McCall, the woman, she said, let's just be clear. This is your anxiety. Yeah. You're the one that holds this anxiety. It's not his. In her story, all the anxiety is created Great by, by him. Yeah, 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 yeah. But rest assured, she could be in any situation. There is no nirvana for her. The, the anxiety is yours. Yeah. So she I would has also say, anxiety yes. on her own. Mm-hmm. That's right. And then it's exacerbated. people come in yes. and out that exacerbate or don't or whatever. Or she, but she copes she with activated. it externally by yeah. feeling like she can Trying control, to control it. Exactly. exactly. So but I would internal. say also like yeah. set your boundary, but I'd say your internal work is like, okay, so this is my anxiety. Yeah, I'm exactly. the one. Because it's so tempting to go, objectively, anyone would feel this way. Not true. I've been to many weddings in Michigan where people know their parents are going to get shit-faced and fall on the floor. They don't give a fuck because that's standard business. Right? Like, yeah. oh, yeah, Uncle Mike shit his pants. No one cares. That's, yeah. So-and-so are fucking in the bathroom. Yeah, that's standard. So 
it's not objectively, it is your thing. Yeah, and yeah. so as much as you can relieve yourself of that or recognize that you got to do your box breathing, you got to do the five things you do that help treat your anxiety yeah. going into that situation. And again, it seems, um, fuck, this is mine, but actually that's the beauty of it. Oh my God. Is that it is such you. a relief. Because you can change, change that. Exactly. Yeah. You have control over internal and what's going on with, within you. So yeah. it's good news, even though it sounds... <laughs> Like it is not. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's do another one. And then we're probably out of time. Mm. Oh, are you reading these for the first time? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Uh, she always picks like a light, a heavy. Well, she I does can. a really, she's like a DJ. Like a, a DJ, <laughs> emotional DJ. <laughs> oh, okay. Hooked up with an ex-boyfriend after seeing someone for two months undefined, but it's going really well. Do I tell him? Emma. I wonder if it's our Emma. Oh. Well, that'd be exciting. That'd be great. <laughs> what if she's she just writing right in? <laughs> Sprinkling in. <laughs> I dated someone for five years, but we broke up about two years ago. Almost every time I visit my hometown, I sleep with him. Recently, I came home and slept with him, except this time I've been seeing someone for two-ish months. We have not defined anything, and I'm not sure if I want a relationship, but I'm feeling really guilty about hooking up with my ex. Things have been going really well with the new guy, and I'm concerned that if I tell him, I'll ruin the good thing we have going. Should I tell him or can I keep this to myself? I think you can keep it to yourself. Me too. Yeah, unless you're exclusive with this dude. But I understand the I, guilt. Me too. I understand it's, it. It's actually crazy the guilt feelings that come up during dating. Right. Even when it's not. Yes. Even when no one's committed to anything and everything's very, it's because bizarre. In, yeah. Inevitably, one of the two parties is moving faster down the yes. road to monogamy. And that can be tricky. Yeah, it's pretty funny. I have two mm-hmm. opinions about fucking the guy from the hometown. One, how fun. How fun. You go home, <laughs> well, you see. I mean, let's admit it's, com- it's, it's so fun. Yeah, it's comfortable. Fun. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. It's so fun. Also, <laughs> it is in that ABC category I learned on some like tool academy from a therapist, which is like you can think of sexual partners in three groups. One is one night stands. Two is like booty calls that go on. And then three is who you're going to be with permanently abc the only column that's not good for you is b huh having these no way yes these comfort no they prevent you from (laughs) i think everyone does they prevent you they are a band-aid they give you enough that you can you know so those are really the only ones that are potentially damaging to you Mm. like fuck someone if your claim is i'm just horny Well, then go fuck a stranger. And then you'll be like, well, no, because I want familiarity. Well, then you want a relationship. Like the hardest thing maybe is to pick shit or get off the pot. It's definitely, it just. It can arrest you. Yes. And it delays or blocks you from, again, getting to that third group of people because you're not going to date. You don't have to date. You don't have to. Also, dating sucks. Sucks. It's so uncomfortable and it's so shitty. And immediately things start arising when you're doing that, which is like, ah, I don't like it or I don't like this or I feel like so vulnerable or whatever. And so it's so easy and so natural to just very quickly go back to something that doesn't have those anxious feelings tied to it. But you have to experience the anxious feelings in order to get to see. Oh, it sucks though. It does. Yeah. Yeah. Those bees are so fun. They're so fun. So fun and easy. And you can project so much onto them. Like maybe it'll go somewhere. Maybe it'll be different. And also you know that it's worked. It's the half measure they talk about in AA. Okay. Like half measures availed us nothing. So like doing anything halfway doesn't work. It just doesn't yield anything. And it's, it's a half measure. 
Yeah, it's bad news. I'm sorry. Well, it's not. I think the answer is you don't have to tell the person. Yeah. Yeah. You don't owe them that unless there was some exclusive, but there's not, she Mm. said. Let me be clear too. It's totally fine if you don't have the goal of being with, to end up with a C. Bs might work for you for life, but if your explicit goal is that thing, then it is in opposition of it. Mm. Doesn't mean you have to have that goal. You can live your whole life with Bs. That's fine. I observe people who do it, but they don't have that goal. So it's not really arresting their progress. And so you stay with the Bs because you it's don't want to be, option. it's easier. Okay. You get enough of your needs met and you don't have to feel the awkward first date and you don't have to constantly evaluate, is this the one? Is this the one? Oh, yeah. fuck, am I making you, a wrong decision? You've already decided you're not going to be with that person. You're yeah. just going to fuck them. And then occasionally you'll have a fun, like you'll fuck, yes. but then you'll also watch a movie. Go to breakfast. And that, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, and that yeah. was kind of surprisingly yeah. fun. Easy, like the fruit. And then you're you just fool like yourself grabbing. for a second. Yeah. Oh. You know, like if they, already, already, if they filed into B already, you already know. They're not going to get to a C. They're not going to get to a yeah, C. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've heard a lot of different versions of the stories. Like, we were together, we broke up, this and that. It was my sister's best friend, whatever the fucking thing was. <laughs> what you've never heard is like, we fucked casually once every two months for seven years and then got married. <laughs> I've yet to hear that yeah. story. Right, right. <laughs> or you both threw in the towel. I do know right. a story. Right. Ooh, I me. do know a story of a couple that dated. He was kind of horny, fucking around. Yeah. yeah, with a bunch of people, and she was one. And then they stopped, and then they would see each other randomly. They would hook up, and they're married now. Oh wow. My gosh. Well, that seems a little different, which is. She always wanted him. He wasn't ready to be faithful. Yeah, that's right. right. It's not like she was like, I don't really want to see him at all during the day, during the week. Well, we don't know that. Okay, but we're also, (laughs) we don't know. I think bees are often maybe one person sort of wishes it had gone to a C. That's true. Bees are often like when one person's ready or wants to, the other person doesn't want to. And when when the other person, I don't think it's timing. I think it's a weird thing where they both don't really want to be together. Or again, it doesn't work. They can't. They're not. Yes, they can't. Well, there's this terrible ping pong we all experience, which is the moment we sense the person doesn't like us, we're much more interested. And then we show our interest, which then makes theirs a road. They feel safe. (laughs) And they realize, oh, I don't really want safety. I want action and novelty. And then it just keeps flip-flopping back how anyone's yes. together. I think about that every day. <laughs> I do not know how anyone's yeah. done it. Well, I do think it's a little bit I'm like- so demoralized. I think we've been like warped by movies and television and commercials in that we think that love will just happen, right? Love is a diet. You decide, I want to look this way by summer fucking break. And there's one way to get there. And that's that. There's no like, mm, but maybe I can have cake on Saturdays. Or, or, or if you try that, you're not going to get the result you want, but you have to be as strict. It's a commitment like a diet is. It's not always fun. And there's tons of times it's, you know, but it doesn't just happen to you. But with Kristen, did it feel like a diet? It didn't feel that way. Of course it did. Okay. When I met her, she was a deeply Christian woman who was going to raise her kids that way, who had six people living at her. I mean, there was about 19 things that didn't work for me. And then the level of compromise required was so hefty, more than I had ever experienced. My previous relationships worked more like movies. Where it's like, oh, I like you. Yeah, yeah, we're both familiar. And then we made this work for however many years, obviously with complications. But I think the level of compromise required and the level of meeting someone halfway that's required is uncomfortable. It's changed. Yeah. Do you think that's why we're both single? Because we're so uncompromising and I think in a positive way like we know what we want too much 
I don't know you well enough. Obviously, I think I know Monica well enough to have lots of opinions. <laughs> you know. Go ahead. Well, you already know my opinion, yeah, which is like you had this Liz kind is asking. of. She, my friend is asking. Yeah. So like. <laughs> oh, gross. I'm telling you why my daughter is single. She was rejected in a very, very profound way with many, many layers. It's not just that he wasn't horny for her. It was that he did like her, but couldn't be with her because she was brown. I think that set her on a trajectory that was maybe unavoidable. And so I think her response to that was anyone that's in my actual category that I could be with is going to be very painful. So I'm going to like all these people that I know I can't be with. I'm not going to be with them. So I'm going to like them because it's very safe. These people are never going to hurt me because I'm never going to even be close enough to them. So she has this interesting format for how it works. And then occasionally one of the people in the group that was out of her reach come within her reach. And then her subconscious goes, oh, no, they were that middle category because they like me. And so that middle category is going to hurt me. Yeah, this is well. This yes, is, yeah. we know that. It's all so we all know it. But yeah, that's right. Additionally, which is what you're hinting at, which I think is fine, is I also think you have really high standards. I do. Yeah. What you want in a partner mirrors what you wanted in life. I don't think this is a deviation from who you are, which is like you want the best of everything, and you've pursued it heartily and achieved it. So, yeah, you're not really interested in the lackluster version of it. right. Yeah. Which makes it harder. Very yeah, 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 yeah. true. I would say that for you as well. What's your shit, Liz? What the fuck? So wrong? much. Oh, well, I do have an opinion okay. about you, actually, <laughs> now that I think about it. <laughs> Is Monica going to be mad at me that I asked this question? No. No? Okay. No, no, no. I have yeah, an yeah, opinion yeah. as I'm well. I'm nervous right? mine's going to sound harsh, but I'm, I'm, I'm relying on the notion that you know I think you and I are very similar. So I think you regulate your internal feelings with this external validation from people. And that is how you're regulating your emotions. And that medicine wears off very quickly. And it requires a different dosage or a different brand. So long as you keep regulating your internal self-esteem and your emotions by external people, you will always need new medicine every six weeks. Because that's the nature of the medicine. It wears off. And so when you're left on the post-hormonal spikes... And all the wonderful dopamine, the addiction stuff we both love, when those things dissipate to here and now chemicals, here and now doesn't regulate you. And you get kind of feeling untethered. Yeah. And so I think it's much different than Monica's. Does that sound crazy? That makes sense. I think there's an added layer. Okay. So my opinion is that you, and I relate to this too, so I get it. But I think you put a lot of people on pedestals. There's a, a lot of reasons why, but you think they're better than you. Yeah. And then what you learn is that they're not. And so that's Everyone's complicated and confusing yeah. for you. <laughs> and so in your head, you're like, well, then I just didn't reach high enough. I need someone who's better than that person. And they're not better than you either. You're just looking for higher and higher and higher. The gross way of looking at it is status, but I don't mean that. I just mean yeah, yeah, yeah. someone who you put on pedestal. And you normally do put people on pedestals who have some level of status because you feel that you don't, even though you do. Right. I think also it's so common for people to go, what do you like? She makes me feel blank. If you're after it because she makes me feel or he makes me feel, that can't be the reason. That's great to have fun and feel romantic and all this stuff. But 
I think it's got to be like, I feel good. I want to share all this with somebody. It's not that this person makes me feel some way or they regulate me. It's that like, I'm a complete person. I admire this person and I want to share the ride with this person. They don't need to make me feel any way. I'm already doing that. Right. I think that's what is needed. Or it's not needed. People get together without any therapy. and They have happy marriages for years. Monica's parents, this isn't their story. Mm -hmm. And yet it's been so successful. But I don't think your mom was like, I like a show he makes me feel. No. Exactly. They did not. She's like, this is a responsible person who's very smart. I admire and this would be a great father to my children. And that's how it happened. I don't even know if she thought that. I don't know what she thought. Yeah, I think it was like, this is a responsible partner. This is a great person to share my life with. But turns out my dad thought my mom was so beautiful. Of course he did. <laughs> yeah. I saw a picture of her recently. I She's know. a smoke she, show. She yeah, but this was a sweet story. We were at dinner and my mom was talking about someone else in the family who can be tough. And that person said to my mom, I guess, or like with all of them there, well, yeah, you're pretty, but you're not Bollywood pretty. Oh, yeah, I remember that you saying and, this. Which is just insane. But yeah. then when my mom was telling- What does that mean? You're, pre- you're yeah. hot, but not Sports right. Illustrated hot? Like, yeah. like a bar. you're pretty, but not that pretty. But again, this passed down trauma. I mean, this yeah. is, anyway. So she was telling my brother and I this story. And my dad was there and she was like, but your dad did defend me. Mm. And he was like, no, yeah, when mom was young, she was the most beautiful person. Aww. And it was so Aww. sweet because I ne- I never hear it. Did your mom have any reaction to that? Yeah, she was like, she was just... More business? <laughs> she was just like drinking her drink it. out of a straw. <laughs> Does she feel touched by that? She obviously did because she's the one that said like, dad defended me. Yeah. So that meant something to her for sure. And it was really nice. It's so nice that like at this age. I'm going to pile on. Nermi, you're so hot. She is beautiful. I she used, does also look exactly like, like I you, do when you like share her. a photo of her at your age. I had to do a double take. You've seen the grandma? <laughs> oh, I've You've seen, seen it. Yeah. Seen it oh my God. Get, get in there. Get in there. Wow. Yeah, she's, she's something. I used to lick her whole body. <laughs> of course you did. I'd be mad if you hadn't. <laughs> I was a rascal too. <gasps> Were you guys ever attracted to any family members? Ew. This is a good question. That's God. a great question. Not as adults, but as kids. Like I remember my aunt Susie, uh, I thought was like so pretty. And I like kind of had a crush on cr- her when right, I was like a 10 year old. Wow. No, I, I didn't. No? I didn't have enough. Me too. Family, family members in my proximity. I definitely had a Especially crush on my aunt. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> okay. But it wasn't the family member. It was my uncle's wife. Okay, so that's fine. That makes more sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That probably does make a lot more sense. I mean, but some people, it's like a thing, yeah. right? People like, like their cousins. People like, again, yeah, yeah. yeah you Kissing just- Kissing cousins. Yeah, and you're yeah. like, oh, I don't know why I like, you know, you just like them, you, you know? Well, so you're just like, you just want to like yes. when you're young. You just yeah. like want to feel attraction. Yes. I've explained the cousin thing more is they're there and you're curious. That's mm. what I mean. Yeah, like you're yeah, in, yes. in that yeah. time of life where attraction is appealing. Also, your parents- well, especially in the 80s, you didn't have like a sleepover with a girl if you were a boy. No one's parents was allowing that. Like, we allow that, but that's new. Oh, I didn't. Okay, that's interesting. Oh, God, yeah. We've had boys spend the night a bunch of times already. Like, sometimes five boys will come over on a Lincoln big party play date and everyone sleeps. Wow. It's fine. And it's normal. But for me, the only time I would have been around a girl at a sleepover it was my cousins. There was no, no gender inter- mixing no, in the sleepovers. It's true. That would be so controversial. It would. 
Okay, well, did we answer this for her? Because I <laughs> what think- What was the question? Yeah, where did <laughs> we did, because we said we don't, she doesn't need to tell the person. And I think she should oh. relieve herself. Are we herself. on the ex thing? Yeah. 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 Okay, wow. She okay. shouldn't tell them. No. She shouldn't. And then I think she should relieve herself of some guilt yes. because this is complex. It stirs up your own stuff. And if she becomes exclusive with the other person, she's got to stop fucking the dude yes. when she goes home. Exactly. Right. That's it. And yeah. she'll probably never go home again. She's right. probably only going home to fuck the dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she won't have any more reasons. But thanks for writing in, Emma. Yeah, that's a good question. Okay, that's all for now because we went long <laughs> as hell. It's a good thing I don't stop by much. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for coming, yeah. Dad. Yeah. It was fun. And we're <laughs> heading towards the end. We're heading towards the end of the year. You guys getting older is not the party you would think it is. No. No, it is. It is. This was fun. It was so fun. This had slumber party vibes. So we... I feel like you're about we to have say a couple, bad news. No, 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 oh. no. We have a couple weeks left and then we'll take a week off at the end of the year. I knew Christmas. it was bad news. I was right. Yeah, you're so announcing some absence. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah but we it. have a couple weeks left. And as we head into the holidays, we'll talk more merriment and... Fellowship. <laughs> yeah. We've been saying merriment a lot. Yeah, we have. So I think that's you fellowship. and I. Yeah. like it. Keep writing in. We love your questions. So Oh, fun. yeah. If you have holiday questions, actually, oh. that's perfect. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We'd love to dig in. Love that. it. All right. Love you guys. Yeah, love, love you. you. 